0: for midwest guys presents
1: hey guys welcome back episode
0: two where we talk about the race is on this is our predictions for the academy awards Hopefully you tuned in with us for episode one, where I gave you the rundown of all the uh, what I think is going to get nominated based on the categories that already have the finalists laid out. Here we go, a little crazy with the technical categories that uh, don't give you any finalists. So I'm winging it here. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's getting a little crazy. Huh? All right. So number one. And she's going to keep me honest again.
1: Yep. We're, we're going to do. We're going to do two-minute rapid fire of John discussing movies. So he has to keep it under two minutes so that we can just
0: keep on getting this this. out. I could do this. All right, all right. Let's start with a little crowd pleaser. We'll start with acting. Let's do Best Supporting Actress. Go. All right, and Surefire. Laura Dern is going to get nominated for Marriage Story, and Jennifer Lopez is going to get nominated for Hustlers. Those are your absolute two Surefire Mm -hmm. bets. Now, two other contenders that are incredibly strong in this category. Margot Robbie has got a really good shot at Bombshell. She's been a darling since I, Tanya And uh, I also think Florence Pugh might sneak in, or I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I apologize. But Florence Pugh for Little Women. Um, I think there's gonna be a late search for this movie. Like, it didn't get very much for the Golden Globes okay. at all. Yeah. Um, not a lot in the Actors Guild, but it's now finally had a wider release. It's getting a lot more embraced. There's a big movement for Greta Gerwig to be nominated for director, again. Um, yeah, I think uh, of all the acting choices, of course, you gotta go with the sentimental favorite mm-hmm. in Little Women with Joe. Um, so yeah, those are my four. So that leaves us with our fifth category of Pretty Likely. Um, 50 seconds. Uh, here we go. All right, so we have uh, Zhao Suzen for The Farewell, uh, Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit, and Annette Bennings. But for you can only reports. pick one. I know, I can only pick one since I threw in Florence Pugh. Right. Um. Scarlett Johansson does have a good shot at being a double nominee this year. She does, but she I does. think farewell might have a bigger push. It would you know, I think the farewell might have a really big push too. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I'm gonna say my fifth slot is gonna go to Zhao Zhu for the Farewell. Um, yeah. Alright. Next. Moving on. Production design. I it's category. It's all the. It's it's my favorite. I Where love it. it. It's so production. It's it's all about the building of the sets, the designing of the sets, making mm. it look great. Make It's look pretty. Yeah, make make your movie look pretty. Give it give it you know character. Mm. I'm I'm giving a little extra time. Let's go pumped? ahead. I'm ready? pumped. I love it. Let's all do right, it. Let's my surefire it. nominees for production design are going to be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for recreating the 1960s, and also for Jojo Rabbit for giving us a very colorful look during the. Germany in the 1940s and a happier Hitler. Yeah, like that's Which just that's kind of odd. It's odd and it works <laughs> um, Very strong chances are gonna be for 1917 for having to Guys they didn't just go to a field and start filming like they actually built those craters like they didn't dug that? everything in and they had to Get the the green screens just right. So it would blend seamlessly into the set. Um, it's a very intricate thing because you don't even think Think of it as a set piece when you're watching it so that could sneak in especially with a lot of support for the film uh the Irishman yep uh, the Irishman has almost 200 locations Mm -hmm. it's a three and a half hour film but yes almost 200 locations most of them had to be built from scratch um yeah so and of course also had to fit a time period between the 40s and the 90s right or 80s so covering like almost a 50-year time frame in the film so yeah Definitely a big, big thing to film. So That's those four. Those four. Uh, then my likely not choices. we've got Ford v. Ferrari's got a Guild nomination. Uh, Little Women could get in there as well. Joker could get in as well. But I'm going to go for a very odd nominee here. You better
1: pick it real quick. I'm going to pick it. You know seconds. what? I got 30
0: seconds and I think I could do it. I think Parasite is going to get the fifth nomination for a production design. That's a bold statement. It is because it's a contemporary film, but I think... Something about the design of the house. I haven't seen the film yet. I hope to see it soon. Damn it! I wish it would I nope. you would be interested. You. Twelve seconds. It's from the guy that made Snowpiercer. But yes, apparently the house, even from the trailer, looks good and creepy and unique. It's got a life of its own. I think it's gonna get the fifth slot barely made it by the line Ah, i'm covering my favorite category too how did i do that i even got two
1: seconds left i did it
0: i did it (laughs) all right moving on all right you ready uh yes next category is costume design one two here we
1: go little
0: women of course period piece costumes pretty dresses costume nominee easy once upon a time in Hollywood, recreating the look of the 1960s, which I had to depress my wife. She's like, oh, all they had to do is just, like, pick up 1960s. Like, well, think of it. Getting to me, the... I figured they just go to Goodwill or, you know, some yeah. shop and maybe. grab some clothes. But when we were kids... vintage. When we were kids, maybe, but I had to break her heart in saying when we were kids in the 80s, designing something from the 1930s was considered as much of a feat as designing a film from the 1960s was today. Mm-hmm. So... I think that could sneak in there. Um, okay. Those That's are our two true. surefire nominees. I also have a very strong chance for Dolomite is my name, um, and I also think Rocket Man is a very strong chance as well because, let's face it, you they had a flashy. You had, yeah, you had to recreate the fashion of Elton John's stage persona mm-hmm. for I don't know how many years in that film, but yeah, it was it's it's a flashy feat. If they did, mm-hmm. if they nominated Velvet Goldmine, they can nominate this. <laughs> Uh, and then that leaves me with one more nomination so i've got five here five of these they're they're all very strong Uh all right so we've got the joker you've got the irishman uh judy jojo rabbit or downton abbey um a lot of people think downton abbey's dresses might win it Mm -hmm. could get in i'm gonna call it now i'm gonna give the edge to judy because i'm gonna say it's gonna be be a a good choice
1: I, I. I'm actually I want to see that film, oh I mean, yeah. yeah I'm um, a big big Judy Garland fan so
0: but yeah like covering an older time period and again extensive time period as well covering not just one time period but multiple time periods mm-hmm. and of course a stage persona I'm mean, I'm guessing they recreate a lot of her famous costumes from the films too so I'm, I'm excited to see it I'm gonna say Judy's gonna get the fifth nomination and that's all we got hey, seconds go. left. all right <laughs> So, all right,
1: on to our next one. All
0: right, so on to our next one. It's going to be one, two. Oh, whoa, she's starting the timer. Sound mixing. Sound mixing is the mixing of the levels of the film. It's like too loud. It's too low. Yes, I know. All right, so the balancing. Surefires are going to be your war film with 1917 and your car film with Ford V Ferrari. Your period car film, too, so it's a very Mm. good chance very strong chances for both rocket man for having to blend in the music with the sound and everything it helped bohemian rhapsody and the star is born last yeah. year so rocket man is going to be your third nominee from sound your fourth nominee quite possibly the irishman you got your you know scorsese loves to do stuff with music he's usually pretty solid at getting a man. nomination yeah like he's he's had like wins for uh, you know the aviator oh wait no he's nominated for the aviator Nominated for Gangs in New York, a whole See, bunch of films. I would think the Joker would pull that out. Well, that's where we get into our, our likely chances. M- more than the Irishman would. Mm, yeah, the Joker had a lot more, you know, crowd moments and everything mm-hmm. in that. There's a lot, of, a lot of chaos, which is fitting. Mm-hmm. Um, which brings me to my likely nominees for the fifth slot. Um, could be Joker. Could be Rise of Skywalker. Every, uh, you know, Star Wars 7 and 8 both got sound nominations each year in both categories. Um, you have Joker, and you have uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, both Joker and Once Upon a Time both got nominated by the Cinema Audio Society. Um, so did The Irishman. Sorry, yeah. Oh, she's... Sorry. Um, so... 30 seconds. Uh, alright, so I'm gonna say Ford v. Ferrari, 1917, The Rocket, Ma- Rocket Man, The Irishman. Don't try to say those together. Ah, uh, gotta, go gotta go with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Because outside of Scorsese, the other one, the other director who's very solid getting a good nomination. Mm-hmm. Yes, Tarantino. Bring the *Glorious Bastards, Django. Five seconds. It's going to be Once Upon a Time. Sound effects. Right. Here we go. Sound effects is the design of the sound and how cool it sounded. So, of course, your war film, 1917, and your period car film, 4V Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> them, okay. You always look at them to like coincide. Sound mixing, sound editing, usually, you know, they're hand in hand. It's a good that's how you know a good sound. So design then phone. all
1: five should be pretty similar. You
0: would think, but that's how musicals sneak into sound mixing over uh, sound editing. Mm-hmm. Which is why a lot of us were very confused about Bohemian Rhapsody winning sound design last year. Yeah.
1: Mm.
0: True. Should okay. have been a quiet place. Moving on. Moving on to this year, <laughs> um very strong possibilities. You didn't see it, so you wouldn't know. <laughs> uh so very strong contenders uh again tarantino once upon a time in hollywood had to have some design for that as well uh, of course the loud and full of sound effects uh, star wars rise of skywalker i think could sneak in there so those are four and then we get to our fifth choice so well, you got a minute got a minute hey I, I can i can take my time um not too much though So, likely shots, Uh, Rocketman could pull a Bohemian Rhapsody here and also get the fifth nomination, but it didn't get any noms from the uh, Motion Picture Sound Editor Guild. Mm. Uh, Joker uh, and Avengers Endgame did, and another one that did is John Wick Chapter 3. Mm. I would love to see John Wick nominated. That would be awesome. I don't think it's going to happen. I would love to see it happen. that would be awesome. But that would be awesome. Um, but you know what, with
1: all those bullets and everything flying around. Oh, the crazy in, sound design. in that like museum type oh. oh. fortress thing. Oh, the little, that they're little in. glass
0: thing and the oh. yeah. yeah, and the, yeah. The, the the hotel lobby too. Just, oh. just a motorcycle it's chase. Gorgeous. Look, yeah. We're John Wick fans. We're huge John Wick fans in this mm-hmm. house.
1: Fifteen seconds.
0: Alright, but I have to say my fifth nomination is gonna go to Joker. Okay. So Alright, so all right. moving, moving on, on to our next category, which is best cinematography or as we're gonna call it this year here's another one Roger Deakins 1917 <laughs> that's basically locking we're, in we're,
1: we're sorry we, we've missed you we're sorry we've shafted years. you
0: since 1994 here's all the awards here's everything yes you know what He. a lot of people are just you know getting a little bit snobby about it by saying oh he's just showboating now he's just doing this I'm like you know what fine he deserves he's to well, let him do it you know how, how how much did everyone heap praises on Emmanuel Lubezki for uh, Gravity and Birdman? No too much, okay. way too much. So you know, what? I I even told her the other day I want to see Emmanuel Lubezki get nominated for the most obscure film this year. And we even just heard? Deacons. Okay, so
1: we we know 1917 is on your list. Yes, because right now you're on a minute twelve.
0: All right, so you want the other ones really quick? Sure. All right, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, Robert Richardson is a solid choice. Will always get nominated there's your f- second mm-hmm. uh the irishman we saw a lot of great crazy camera work with how they mm-hmm. designed all the in-camera effects for the film they did. uh i think joker has got a really strong chance as well uh, he just picked up uh lauren shearer just picked up an asc nomination so i think he could sneak in here i think we're gonna see a pretty big showing for joker this mm. year and our fifth nomination so we could go one of three ways with this film mm. With film with this category, it could either be Ford v Ferrari, which is the fifth uh, ASC nomination. Okay. Uh, it could either be the Lighthouse, which had gorgeous black and white cinematography, mm. which we got two of those nominees last year. Yeah. Or we can go with uh, Parasite. So, as much as I've been calling a Parasite sweep throughout the show, take your pick
1: because you got twenty. seconds. Oh,
0: it's it's very easy. I'm going to say it's going to be the uh, Lighthouse.
1: Mm.
0: So okay. they're going to the the black and white is going to. So you're going to have the
1: Roger Deakins all the way up, you know.
0: Oh, there's, there's going to be All no, the way up
1: here and no, then the lighthouse kind of down here coming up. No, no, back. it's going to be
0: not, Roger Deakins all the way up here and everything else. Okay, <laughs> as great as that's they the are. end. Um, how am I doing so far? I mean, no you're, you're, you're fine. I mean, you had one second left on that one. I know. I just, I had to heap that extra praise on Roger Deakins. For you guys that don't know, he did Shawshank Redemption, Fargo. He's done so many great movies. A lot of your favorite films were probably shot by him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right, moving on to the next category, which is... Film editing, film editing is the overall pacing of a film, like how well it's structured and just how well everything flows on it. So, all right, let's go with our surefire nominees. Start the clock. Our absolute surefire nominee is going to be our car racing flick, Ford v Ferrari, which you know racing is just completely intricate to the, you know, film editing is just such an important thing with the, you know, (sighs) once. how do I put it, it's just you know, the pacing, like when you have something going incredibly fast, it's just, that's, you have to have, you have to be on your A game with editing because if it's if the pacing's not there, if your angles aren't there. Well,
1: everything has to match up.
0: Everything has to match up. So Ford v Ferrari is a surefire nominee. And I'm also gonna say 1917, which even though designed to look like one take, mm-hmm. if you watch it closely, you can tell there were a lot of edits in the film. And the secret with this film is, is knowing that it had to hide its edits. So it had to know where to put out all the edits to make sure it looked like it was mm-hmm. all okay. the way designed. So clever job and that's the other secret of editing is being invisible, mm-hmm. is not call attention to itself. But the one other, minute. The other the other reason I bring up pacing is because I think that that's actually going to come to the detriment of the irishman and once upon a time in hollywood mm-hmm. both movies that are very highly regarded but if anybody has any faults to say with it it's always the pacing and the length mm-hmm. you know a lot of people didn't mind it other people did i think it could i mean they're still going to get the third and fourth slot mm-hmm. but i think they could possibly get edged out well I 35 seconds to tell all right so who the fifth nominee that is okay so it could either be parasite joker marriage story jojo robert Jojo Robert. Oh, was well, have never heard of that. Um, Jojo Rabbit and uh, Uncut Gems, I think, is a possible Dark Horse, depending nice. on if there's support on the film, enough support or not. But if I had to pick the fifth nominee, I think it's going to be... Uh, I think it's going to be the uh, cleanly edited Parasite. So. Ah. Ah. <laughs> you beat the clock. Yes, I beat the clock this time. All right. And supporting actor... You ready to give me? Ready to get me going here? Two minutes. All right, and go. Ooh. Supporting actor or surefire nominees are going to be Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in oh Hollywood my gosh, yeah. and Tom Hanks for playing Mr. Rogers in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Which
1: is interesting that he's
0: supporting. You know, I haven't seen it, so I think he might be supporting because I think the story is actually about the people interviewing him mm. and everything. So, okay. <clears throat> moving on from there. Uh, our third and fourth nominees, I think, are both going to come from the same film. Uh, Joe Pesci and Al Pacino in The Irishman. Um, yeah, so that leaves us with who is going to be the fifth nominee. So that could be either Anthony Hopkins, who got a Golden Globe nomination. But when the Scream Actors Guild nominations came around, he actually got shafted uh, in favor of Jamie Foxx for Just Mercy. Huh. Uh, unfortunately, that film hasn't been making a lot of waves so so who do you think is like i think we're going to see another candidate sneak in here uh, a lot of people are saying song kang ho from parasite you're uh, really big
1: on that parasite film you
0: know it's not me it's the academy um, i haven't seen it i really want to see it but i think it's got the chance it's gonna it's gonna surprise a lot of people because we always have that one foreign nominee every year that everyone's like oh what was that film this foreign film is sweeping all the nominations and you know, a lot of people see that subtitle barrier and they refuse to go see it. 40 seconds. And it's going to be Song Kang-Ho. And with that, that draws us to a close on our episode two for the Academy Award nomination predictions from all of us, from well, from both of us here at The Race is On. Tune in to our next episode of episode three where we cover the big five. Ooh. Lead actress, lead actor, screenplay, both adapted and original, director and picture. All right. All right, and if you think uh, anything else might be getting a nomination, uh, I'd love to hear it. Um, or, for...
1: or if you think I should lower his time limit,
0: I let's th- hear it. I think we ought to raise my time limit for the big five, honey. I've done five? so well, I think. All
1: right, so us if you think you should, if we should raise it, okay? All right. Bye.